Welcome to the Ship Show. Captaining us today, well, we actually have no idea, but that's why we call it a Ship Show. Enjoy. Welcome to the Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Actually, today, the co-host is Jeff Newbarth, and myself, Lex, I'm your host, your actual host. Jeff is joining me on the phone, though, all the way from Orlando, Florida. Jeff, how's it going? It's a bi-coastal edition of the Ship Show, Lex. <laughs> yeah, it is I feel bi-coastal. Like I'm more of a guest than a co-host. I know. It, more like a guest. It feels kind of weird. Um, I don't think we've ever had you in the guest chair on a podcast or in the guest role since you're not in the chair across from me right now. I'm sure we have, and I'm sure someone uh, on the THP forum is going to happily point out every instance <laughs> that this has happened, but I'm happy to be here, and what an exciting day. Yeah, it's a really exciting day. Um, February 18th has been on our calendars for a little bit because there is a documentary premiering on the Golf Channel tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time about our Chicopee golf ball plant, and Jeff, you were at Morning Drive today with Petra Petrich and Vince Simons um, to do a little bit of an appearance on like on the TV, on the TV. Yeah, wow, grammar's going great today. Is that what you millennials call it? Yeah, on the TV. What can you tell yeah, us about that? Yeah, it was exciting. I, I would be remiss if I don't mention that Finley was here, mostly because Finley will be mad right. uh, if we don't mention <laughs> Sorry, he was Jason. here. Sorry, um, Yeah, so Vince and Petra, as you stated, appeared at 8:40 on Morning Drive. Uh, Matt Adams, which was a perfect choice. Uh, to kind of host that segment because he went to Chicopee a couple of years ago when, mm-hmm. when Morning Drive did an entire show from Chicopee. Yeah. Um, kind of teed them up on, uh, you know, the stories that you're going to see tonight in this documentary, uh, this great history of this plant, really all the way dating back to the Revolutionary War, the heyday where they were making, you know, almost a million golf balls a day, the tough times being sold, uh, and now this, this $50 million multi-year capital investment, completely uh, modernization of the plant. And and to hear Vincent Petra talk about it with Matt was was awesome. Right. It's really cool because obviously, you know, Petra has been a part of it um, for the last few years, almost almost a decade since um, since she started at Callaway. But Vince has been there through all of its different brands and um, through the times that they were not only manufacturing golf balls, but um, other kinds of like sporting equipment as well. So to see that evolution, to talk about that investment that's gone into it um, is is something really special. And we're really excited to have that um, premiere tonight. Ooh. Sorry, just got yeah, a notification. And, and, you know, Vince, you know, right off the bat, Matt asked Vince about his father working there because Vince's mm-hmm. father uh, was in his 90s, worked there, you know, for, for many, many years. And and then asked about, you know, like you said, they, they had the Spalding NBA contract there. They had so many things in team sports. And, and it's really just a historical, uh, you know, place you may not think about, but you probably should, especially, um, you know, if you take the golf ball for granted, like some people do, yeah. it's really an engineering marvel of how something has to be perfect all the way around mm-hmm. and amazing on the inside uh, in a very small space using many, many different materials, you know, and, and, and different processes to make it happen. And you're going to learn all about that on the documentary tonight on uh, on Golf Channel. Yeah, and I think the other part about that, too, that we've touched on a little bit over the last week is just the people and the way that the reinvestment not only, you know, obviously touches consumers through, like, the product that they're going to get, 
But it's um, that factory has provided a lot of jobs, not only for, you know, people who've been there a long time like Vince, but they've been able to hire on a lot of new people as well in the last um, few years. Yeah. So I've been trying to think of an example, X, and um, you probably won't know what I'm talking about because, (laughs) uh, as usual, you're too young. But, uh, you know, I went to college in Syracuse, New York. And about an hour from Syracuse was the town of Rome, New York, not to be confused with Rome, Italy. And Rome, New York is where Kodak was based. Eastman Kodak was based. And you may not remember this, but there used to be this thing called film Film. that we put in cameras. (laughs) um, And we used when we wanted to take pictures and we were very limited by what we could do. And we had to have different ISO speeds Mm -hmm. for different types of light. Um, You know, that whole factory shut down and the entire area of Rome, because uh, I had a, a friend of mine in college who grew up near there and we would drive there and, and it was just like, like a, like a deserted wasteland. The whole town was affected. Yeah. That was sort of what was going to happen in Chicopee if, if this wasn't done right. And the fact that they were, you know, they went from thousands of employees down to, you know, just over 120 and now they've tripled that workforce and it's growing each day is a testament to, to everybody there uh, and the leadership um, that that is in place to make a great product and to employ great people. And and I, I feel the same way. I know that you do. Every time we leave that plant, you feel inspired and you're smiling because the people are just, just what make it. It's not about the machines. It's about the yeah. people. And, and to be able to have these people thriving now when, when very easily Chicopee Mass could have turned into Rome, New York. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Rome. Uh, you know, it's, it's, an, it's nice to see. And that's a great Thing that that the story tonight really touches on. Yeah, it's really true. It's funny because, um, like, I'll say to my parents how excited I am to go to Chicopee, Massachusetts, and they're like, "Really?" And it's like, "Yeah, I." There's something different there. Um, there's definitely an appreciation for like what they have and what they do, and to be able to like go and take my golf balls and tell people that like I've been where these are made and I've met the people that help to do this, and I've seen their like drive and their like how their joy for what they do it's just um it's something else entirely so we hope that everybody can see that and enjoy that through this documentary that is airing tonight on the golf channel the golf the ball that changed a town the story of the chickabee golf ball plant at 10 30 p.m eastern 7 30 p.m pacific um it'll re-air later in the evening 10 30 pacific 1 30 a.m eastern and again tomorrow afternoon at 5 30 eastern 2 30 pacific Um, Some other news for us over here at Callaway Golf. We had a couple of Maverick wins over the weekend on the Corn Ferry Tour and the Champions Tour, which is just um, great to see that continuing success of our new woods out on tour. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you you can argue that those are more impressive than when a staffer wins because the individuals who won with those clubs had choice. Mm -hmm. And they could have been in any club that they wanted to, and they, they tested and they found the one that performed the best for them. And in this, both of these cases, it was Maverick, and it proved to be successful uh, coming away with a win. I, I think that's, that's a great way to measure success is, is not just on, you know, who wins counts or who does this with, with people who are being paid mm-hmm. to, to use. And look, that model is very effective, too, and it's very profitable for lots of people. But it, it is interesting when you see someone who's, who's a non-paid endorsee winning. Um, you know, and, and let's face it, less and less manufacturers are spending uh, money on mm-hmm. the Champions Tour than they, than they used to. So yeah. there's a lot more open season, and, and Callaway has dominated the count on the Champions Tour mm-hmm. really since it became kind of fair game and, and the best product uh, wins out. 
Yes, really excited about um, our success there. If you want to know more about the Maverick Woods, you haven't checked them out or tested them yet, go to CallawayGolf.com or go to your like closest golf retailer. Go try them out. And, I mean, we can't promise you won't be disappointed, but we're pretty sure. Pretty sure you won't. I mean, you, you can promise anything. Like, you know, <laughs> just, you, I don't like you, to make you, promises I can't keep. I don't know. I'm pretty sure when you sit in that chair, you can just say whatever you want. <laughs> and, and at least that's kind of the way I look at it. I'm so bummed. I was supposed to play tomorrow, but this stupid I thing know. is stopping me again. And it's like 87 degrees in Florida right now. Oof. So the ball would have just gone forever because one thing that, that I have not been able to do since uh, I have put a Maverick into play is play in a warm day. It was oh. a little warm one of the days of the, of the granddaddy, but uh-huh. it hasn't been like warm, warm. Yeah. Um, and, and, and especially, um, you know, I don't know how much of Riviera you got to watch, mm-hmm. um, but the ball was certainly rolling there. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, the ground game was 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 working really, really well. But to be able to, to hit a, a golf ball in warm weather um, would, have, would have been interesting to see how, how well the new, the new product performs. It would be really interesting. But, you know, you you will be back on your feet, for lack of a better term, before you know it, hopefully. You know, the good thing is, at least I'm not really impatient and angry about it. So <laughs> yeah, you too. Um, I guess the other thing before we wrap up here today, um, we would be remiss if we didn't mention um, Hall of Famer Mickey Wright passed away over the weekend, um, 85 years old and one of the most influential women in golf. Um, we are going to have a podcast with Michelle Wee tomorrow, and she is going to talk about... Um, her relationship with Mickey and some of the other influential women in golf and just what she did for the sport. And um, if you would really like to check that out, we hope you do. It'll be on Girls in Golf tomorrow at CallawayGolf.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, This has been one of the shorter editions of The Ship Show, but please check out The Ball That Changed to Town, the story of the Chicopee Golf Ball Plant on the Golf Channel tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, Thursday, Jeff, I think you're back with us in the studio. I can't remember at this yeah, moment. Yeah, I'm planning on being yeah. there. All right. Well, we'll see you then. See you next time. I don't know what we're doing for a podcast on Thursday, but we got two days to figure it out. I don't know we what we're doing either. Last we did. We did. I assume, hopefully, actually, I would really like to have Vince on on Thursday, but we'll see. Well, I'm sure you know who to call to make that happen. <laughs> I do. All right. Um, tune in to Golf Channel tonight at 1030. And next, we will see you Thursday on The Ship Show.